0: Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Tuesday, January 10th. Jonah in his times. Today's scripture reading is found in 2 Kings 14, verses 23-27 through from the Message Translation, which reads, In the fifteenth year of Amaziah, son of Joash, king of Judah, Jeroboam, son of Jehoash, became king of Israel in Samaria. He ruled 41 years. As far as God was concerned, he lived an evil life, never deviating an inch from all the sin of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, who led Israel into a life of sin. But he did restore the borders of Israel to lebo Hamath in the far north and to the Dead Sea in the south, matching what God, the God of Israel, had pronounced through his servant Jonah, son of Amittai, the prophet from Gath-Hefer. God was fully aware of the trouble in Israel, its bitterly hard times. No one was exempt, whether slave or citizen, and no hope of help anywhere was in sight. But God wasn't yet ready to blot out the name of Israel from history, so he used Jeroboam, son of Jehoash, to save them. This is God's Word. Okay, today, let's delve into a bit of Jonah's backstory. Peterson's first line of the Jonah story, One Day Long Ago, might seem to place Jonah within the category of Lord of the Rings or Star Wars, with its A Long, Long Time Ago in a Galaxy Far, Far Away, which is just perhaps a stone's throw from the common fairy tale intro line, Once Upon a Time. While there are ongoing questions of historicity, or even plausibility, surrounding the book of Jonah, some of which we'll no doubt touch upon as we go, we first need to take note of the fact that Jonah isn't just a random name pulled out of a hat. When dealing with Jonah, we're not dealing with make-believe. Jonah was a real person, a real prophet in real times, that we encounter in the historical record of Israel's kings. Okay, we encounter him briefly, as in one reference in a passing line. But encounter him we do in conjunction with a king of the northern realm of Israel, whom we know as Jeroboam II, whose existence and reign has been corroborated by archaeological finds, as recent as 2020. There are some 15 kings over that northern realm, none of them with much to commend them, at least in the biblical record. Jeroboam II reigned during the first half of the 8th century in what we now know to be the pinnacle of the Northern Kingdom's power. In fact, as today's text tells, the reign of Jeroboam II witnessed something of a resurgence in power and prosperity that the chronicler attributes to God's mercy upon the suffering of the Northern Kingdom prior to Jeroboam's II ascension to power, The fortunes in the north had fallen drastically, but with Jeroboam II's ascent, all of that changed. For 50 years, the economy boomed, the wealthy prospered, and the military successfully reasserted itself in retaking lost territory and expanding Israel's boundaries to an extent unparalleled since the golden days of Solomon nearly two centuries before. In short, Under Jeroboam II, Israel was made great again, to such an extent that his name could be mentioned in the same breath as David or Solomon, at least when it came to economic prosperity and territorial expansion. And there was Jonah, and there was Jonah, son of Amittai, cheering him on, or at least making prophetic pronouncements on the prosperity and expansion. Other contemporary prophets weren't all that keen on Jeroboam II or the prosperity and expansion. Read the words of Hosea, a 30-minute read, or those of Amos, 25 minutes, for their perspective on Jonah's times and the overall prospects of Jeroboam II and the Northern Kingdom. Not a pretty picture. Whether Jonah would have agreed or taken issue with their prophetic diagnosis, we simply don't know. All we know is that when Jeroboam II expanded north, reclaiming so much lost ground at the expense of the ever encroaching Assyrian Empire to the north, Jonah was right there saying it would happen. And the rest of the story after Jeroboam II's demise? A rapid fall of the entire northern kingdom into the abyss of Assyrian domination and exile. Multiple assassinations, multiple coups, destabilized Yeah, destabilized. Multiple assassinations, multiple coups destabilized the entire nation, leading to its complete overthrow within just over two decades. The star of Israel rose high with Jeroboam too, only to fall rapidly like Isaiah's morning star. And Jonah was right there on the precipice with them. And it's at this pivotal moment, one day long ago, that the word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Amittai. The Hebrew name Amittai means truth, or more precisely, my truth, which is perhaps telling, at least symbolically. Jonah, the son of my truth, spoke of national expansion and restoration to its former greatness, despite being led by a king who, though by all accounts, was highly successful politically, economically, and militarily was in the overall prophetic estimation a bad king whose moral corruption ruined the nation beyond repair outside of okay outside of the book bearing his name the one thing jonah son of my truth did was speak good things to a very bad king his truth evidently revolving around his people his heritage and his nation at least that's where this text leaves us. Just as on that day long ago, the word of the Lord came to Jonah pointing him in a very different direction indeed. So as you pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder to what extent is your truth determined by current political and cultural trends and movements or driven by deeper traditional ones rather than by the word of the Lord that may arrive in your inbox today. How do we maintain a responsive posture towards today's divine summons, regardless of past or present political or cultural loyalties? Open hand, closed hand. Teach me the difference between them and the discernment between what goes where. Let my truth Be daily, hourly, moment by moment absorbed into your unchanging divine realities, so that when your word for this day comes to me, I won't balk or walk or run unless it's towards you. Through your mercies. Amen.